shut up! Thought I'd bring try that again. I thought I'd bring you in the van with me. Back up doing another run to Dublin. My deliveries, it's what? Well, according to the timer in my timer, clock, according to the clock in the van, it's a quarter to four. I'm just going through the toll here and it's not a quarter to four, it's a quarter to five. But I am part of a I was about to say I'm part of a generation that doesn't know what kind of clocks are and need to be reset. It's funny because there's people listening to this who are part of that generation. I'm not part of that generation. I own and I'm currently sitting in a device that doesn't automatically update the time. I'm going to have to go in and find the button that, you know, pushes it up a minute um, at a time till I get to fucking the 60 minutes and revert it back to the way it's supposed to be. Oh, the clocks. Yeah, the clocks go forward. This is an easy time of year. If you were to change the, the time on anything, whether it's an, an old school alarm clock or an old van, this is what? 05D, so it's 13, fucking hell, this is 13 years old. Yeah, it is too. Well, Betsy, hasn't let me down yet. Couple of close calls. Every time when I start in the morning, I basically go, yes! <laughs> it's one of those. If anybody's ever driven one of those, you're probably smiling away to yourself. Is, your, is what you're driving now one of those? Chug, 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 chug. Happy fucking days. She fucking lives to fight another day. Anyway. This is actually loosely about Vance, this uh, this episode, because as I was coming onto the M3 earlier, a thought occurred. As I came onto the came off the slip road down onto the actual motorway proper, the M3 from from Navan to Dublin, I had to kind of slow down to accommodate a car that was already bypassing Navan, say. So. I slowed down to let them fly by and I joined the, the motorway in behind them. And then as I drove off, they were in front of me. I could see their, the two back kind of orangey ready lights out the back. And that was, that was unusual. And what was unusual about that is, at this hour of the morning, that would have been shortly after four said, typically don't meet any traffic on the roads you, you know you might meet one or two or three cars going in the opposite direction all right but that's slightly different because you're covering a hell of a lot more ground to, to be to be on the same part of motorway heading in the same direction but the odds of that happening as opposed to just meeting someone whizzing past you they're not equivalent not by any stretch of the imagination and uh, when I saw the van in the road, I was like, oh, there's a, there's another, there's someone else, you know, there's somebody else on the roads, sharing the roads with me at this hour of the morning. And I think the, the ego kicked in and the, the thought that, that popped into my head, and again, I, I don't mean to take ownership of, of that thought. I'm, I'm not going to hold myself accountable for what kind of populates in my subconscious. But the, the thought, nonetheless, was a very egotistical thought. It was a, oh, I wonder is that person, you know, listening to Off The Lead? And has heard me talking about, you know, 
getting up that bit earlier and incremental steps and all that. Now, there's not a chance that that was the case. I know by the numbers of downloads that I get that in order for that to be the case would be probably up there with winning the lotto twice in one week. But it did get me thinking. It kind of got me spitballing or, or, or thinking, uh, hypothetically said. And what I thought was, what if it did? What if the, off, the whole off the league thing did kind of blow up? Hypothetically, let's say I was getting, you know, something astronomical, like two million downloads a month in Ireland. So everybody's listening. And if you're not listening, you've a pain in your face listening to other people talking about how they're listening. And people were getting up, you know, an hour or two or three or four hours earlier than usual en masse. I was just trying to think, like, what effect that would happen. For a start, the roads at this hour of the morning would be a hell of a lot busier. But conversely, there wouldn't be nearly as many people on the road at six o'clock in the evening or nine o'clock in the morning. You know, what we call rush hour. Like, we all, for the most part, get up and go to bed at the same time. And that's not necessarily with, you know, daylight hours. That's not a natural, like, you know, the majority of animals all get up and go to bed at the same time, dawn and dusk. We don't do that. That's how on the lead we are. We're essentially told by our society when we should get up and when we should go to bed. And I say, fuck that, because what that group think does is create what we call rush hour. And we seem to have it in every town and city worldwide. We seem to think that this idea of everyone starting work at the same time as being intrinsically valuable for some reason. I wonder. Now the, the upside of that obviously is, for the most part, you're always gonna know that you'll get somebody in a business at between nine and five, say. But when you think about how urgent are what we need businesses for, for the most part. Like you can think of something like a hospital. You need a hospital to be fucking open when you ring them. But therein lies my point to a degree. Hospitals don't fucking close. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure you could ring a hospital 24 hours a day and not get an automated voicemail saying, you know, ring back at nine o'clock in the morning. Can you imagine the rush hour that would be on the phones in hospitals at nine o'clock in the morning if they didn't take calls 24 hours? Now, not all businesses ought to be 24 hours. But not all businesses are nearly as important as hospitals, arguably the most important things that we have. But buried in what I'm waffling on about here, I think it's something to think about. What, specifically, I'm not sure, but that's the kind of the beauty of, of me broadcasting my internal dialogue. It gives the listener, I suppose, food for thought. Like maybe I'll be mentioning the idea of being on the road at this hour 
and you'll think back to that time when you were on the road at that hour and you saw a fox and maybe that will remind you that foxes thrive in cities and maybe that will make you think of how you can't see the stars at night in a city and uh, maybe that will lead you to google when the next meteor shower is so you'll make sure that you're out and looking up at it And if I've provoked some form of thought or conversation completely separate to what I was specifically talking about in the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. I think that would be a really interesting one and would be a great one for me to talk about in the future. Not your story particularly, or maybe your story particularly. And like, like any other time, when I put a call out for you to get in touch at... I'm off the lead at gmail.com. If you don't want me to mention you by name, or if you don't want me to mention your story, if it's just something that you want to share with me personally, just say so in your email. I'm not going to go against anybody's wishes, say. So if, if I've said something and it sparked a thought in you, or maybe even better again, an action, let me know because I think there's... I think sharing that kind of a story might be very helpful for people. It might be very helpful for me. Sharing it might be very helpful for you. Hearing my spin, or not just my spin, but hearing another person's spin on your experience, you know, there, there, could, be, there could be some benefit in that. Hearing my spin on, on somebody else's story. Because... Spin, I think, is very important. You hear a lot about spin in relation to politics. How how certain how certain things and things is a terrible descriptive word, terribly descriptive word. I don't mean that in that it's too descriptive. Quite the contrary. But we, I think we, we all know what spin is, do we? The idea that something has more or less of an impact on you, depending on, on how it's sold to you, essentially. On the spin someone gives us. This is quite nuanced and uh, quite a human thing. And I think to understand it, you need to be relatively good socially. And I, th- I kind of don't want to uh, say what I'm about to say, but fuck it, dilly gaff. I have very limited experience of autistic people. And I have a very limited understanding of of what it is and how it works, but I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and discuss it a little bit. Autistic people, I think, this is a personal opinion, and I'd love to be corrected if if needs be by anybody that knows what they're talking about in this matter, but typically autistic people tend not to do well socially. They're not exactly people, people. 
they don't get the nuance of interpersonal relationships for the most part that's obviously a, a you know an all encompassing wide sweeping generalization obviously so I would imagine an autistic person wouldn't really get spin I think autistic people tend to to take things quite literally so for example if you were to if an autistic person was to uh, tell you something and and it went over your head and you told them that if you said oh listen man what you've just told me has gone completely over my head I think typically their their gut reaction would be to think do you want me to lower down the angle of my chin if what I said you know if I pointed it over your head should I you know aim my face at you more because they don't get that that kind of nuance where am I going with this don't worry there's a point there's always a point I might not always remember it. I might always, or I might often go off and start talking about something else. But I'm always striving to get some sort of a point across. <laughs> Spin! There we go. And we're back in the room. I think doctors tend to be quite poor at, at nuance often so they don't really get spin it's like you know I've got bad news you've got cancer you'll hear it said that doctors again typically a wide sweeping generalisation this is a stereotype essentially but doctors typically don't have the best of bedside manners they tend to be probably blunter than they need be often and, then, and that's where spin comes in. So let's say you, I don't know, have an accident at work and your hand gets caught in a fucking machine and you have to go into, you're, you're brought into hospital and you're unconscious because of the blood you've lost or the shock of the whole thing or whatever. And you wake up and your hand is completely covered over in bandages and the doctor comes along and says listen I'm really really sorry this is going to be this is going to be really shocking brace yourself I've got some terrible 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 news you've only got three fingers left on your right hand and that's it you're not getting the other two back you're fucked Let me spin that slightly differently. So the exact same scenario, only the doctor goes, listen, I've got some bad news, but look, rest assured, you've got fingers, you've still got your your fingers. We managed to save three of them. You're still gonna be able to pick things up. You know, there's, there's a lot of rehabilitation that's involved, but you're still going to be able to grasp things with your hand and uh, in 99% of cases within a year or two 
you'll struggle to remember what it was like with five fingers. Now, I didn't plan on, on giving those two examples, so they're they're not as they're not exactly well developed or perfect examples by any stretch of the imagination. But I think you get the you get the point, you get the sentiment, you get the gist. You get what matters, you get the important thing. You get the important part. I'm struggling to remember why I wanted to start talking about Spain. I don't care either way, I think it's an important thing. I think it's something that we should be more aware of. Advertising is all about Spain. Here's one to think about in relation to advertising. And actually, here's a good example. Ads for perfume and aftershave on the telly. You don't get them on the radio, or do you? I'm that out of the loop. I don't listen to the radio and I don't watch telly anymore, really. So it's hard for me to know with any certainty that they don't have ads for fragrances, say, on the radio. Now, you might say to yourself, oh, how are you going to sell a fragrance on the radio? Uh, how are you going to sell a fragrance on the telly, dummy? They still manage it. But what do they do? Think about this now for a sec. Think about an aftershave ad, or commercial, or whatever you want to call it. That you've uh, seen before. Now think of this. What do they tell you it smells like? Did they say, you know, buy our, buy our fragrance, buy our perfume. It'll have you smelling like summer in a bowl. Will it tell you that buy our fragrance and uh, you'll smell nicer than anybody else? Or that when people smell you, they'll think of their childhood, or I don't fucking know. No is the answer, they don't do any of that shit. They show you some half-naked underwear model rolling around on the beach, gazing into, you know, some fucking Greek statue male underwear model you know with a fucking 16 pack and you know photoshopped within an inch of his life or whatever and it's a a better version of yourself is typically what they're selling with all advertising that's what advertising is they're selling you a a quote-unquote better version of yourself and that's spin but that's that's spin on fucking steroids I suppose anyway the fuck am I talking about spin you might have noticed a little jump there I, I literally had to go back and listen back to what the fuck I was talking about. I seem to have kept it relatively on the fucking straight and narrow, at least by my own terrible, terrible, terrible standards. 
Uh, <laughs> but uh, I suppose in summary, in relation to spin and the, the fucking importance of it, don't underplay or undermine the importance of spin because spin is everything. Spin is everything. What we tell ourselves is it's all that matters. It's the only thing that matters. And we, we talk about spin in terms of whether people are optimistic or pessimistic. That, that, that's all spin. Like how, how you frame things, how you, how you perceive things. What, what you think, essentially. You know, this idea of the glass being either half full or half empty. Like that, there's spin. There's spin encapsulated in a, in a, you know, a cup of water. Is it half full or half empty? Both. Which one are you going to choose? And I suppose here's the, here's the kicker. That's your life you're talking about. So do you want your life to be half full or half empty? Because one is, you know, rather positive and one is rather negative. They're both the same thing, but they won't feel as such. So here's a thought experiment I might give a lash. I might think of my life to date. Like if, if I could summarize my life to date, you know, in a in 30 seconds. But do two versions. Do the positive version and the negative version. Or the optimistic and the pessimistic version, say. So fuck it, I'll just I'll do it off the top of my head now. I'll do the I'll do the positive one because I think I'm an optimistic person, so I, I am. Yeah, I would be. I tend to falter from time to time. You know, ask me on a Monday morning as opposed to a, a Friday afternoon. You know, am I a pessimist or an optimist? And see how that answer differs over time. But I think, generally speaking, over larger spaces of time, I'm. I think it's fair to say I'm a, an optimistic person. So I'm gonna run down my life, give you the optimistic version because that will come more naturally to me. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll exaggerate this to make the point, okay? So, Jesus, I'm fucking brilliant. I'm fucking great. I'm a brilliant dad and an even better fiance and I have a booming business and I have a podcast and you know, people are listening to it all over the world and uh, Jesus, life is great. Okay, so that's, that's one way of viewing my life. Here's another. Yeah, well, you know, I'm where I am through default, really. Just kind of ended up here. Can't say I planned any of this. Uh, yeah, like I, I work for myself, but, you know, my, my business is a stack them high and sell them cheap, and that has advantages, but... One of the big disadvantages is I only have, you know, four or five customers and if I lost two of them, you know, there goes the business, there goes my livelihood. I, like, I, I try and be a good dad, but I mean, uh, 
I'm no fucking expert in parenting. Um, I try and be a good partner to herself, but like, you know, I'm, I, I make a balls of that all the time. My life is by no means perfect. So, uh, yeah, it's all a bit of a mess, really. Okay, so there's your two versions of essentially the same thing. And that's, that's spin. And your outlook on your life, both past, present and future, is guided by spin. Not should be, or has to be, just is. And again, not to fucking burn a hole in your head, but this idea of you creating your own reality, which of those two realities that I just outlaid there, which which of those two would you prefer? You know, the former or the latter? Which would be more conducive to what might be called a good life? And maybe ask yourself, what are your two versions? What's your, you know, optimistic view of yourself or positive view of yourself and what's your negative view of yourself and what can you do to uh, ensure that for the most part because it's not always going to be the case but what can you do to ensure that for the most part you have a positive mental attitude sorry I should have given you a sick bag a sick bag warning there a positive mental attitude I spoke about this very briefly with Joy. What did I speak very briefly with Joy? Shit, this came up. Something similar to this came up. Fuck! I would go and interrupt myself just when I was about to kind of wrap things up because I, I was kind of conscious that we were at the, the, the 20 minute mark and to try and bang out these 40 fucking poxy bleeding podcasts in 40 days I really do need to reduce them down to 20 minutes ah fuck I'm going to have to pause this now and think about what it was that I was going to say about me and Joy touching on bear with us I remembered <laughs> the power I can literally pause time <laughs> <laughs> anyway I rewound it there a little bit and I got myself back on track sick bag at the ready I mentioned there a minute ago this idea of a positive mental attitude and what came up with Joy my conversation with Joy Boot very briefly was this idea that western wisdom call it positive mental attitude that's a real you know you, you learn that in your sales day training you have to have a positive mental attitude and keep the bright side out and different things like that and I think most people's knee-jerk reaction when they hear things like that is to kind of roll their eyes and just go oh god kill me now but if that was written in Chinese or if it was you know taken off a stone sculpture written in hieroglyphs or something then it becomes oh yeah you know ancient wisdom or eastern wisdom or you know something to that effect 
and uh, we've kind of I think the example I gave when I was chatting to Ruth was there's no I in team and again for the most part that kind of evokes a oh god response in us and you know give me a fucking break will you and needlessly so I think we've we've kind of bastardised our own our own our own wisdom to a degree but anyway there was a fucking ranty rambly fucking solo episode for you I'm off the lead at gmail.com I'm on Patreon if I haven't mentioned www.patreon.com forward slash off the lead support what you want to see more of in the world Share the conversations that I'm having with your friends, you know, take a fucking screenshot and send it to a, a mate of yours. Fucking like it, share it, comment, review. Oh, I started a group. No, I'm not gonna, I started a group, an off the lead group on Facebook. What that is or will be, I'm kinda, is yet to be decided. I was about to say, I've yet to decide, but I wanna make this more of a, a community-driven thing, if, if that's at all possible. But. I think that's what my next podcast will be. So I'm off the lead at gmail.com. Let me know what you've been thinking of these solo episodes, the conversations I've been having, what I'm doing, the whole lot. And I'll chat you soon. Good luck.